Welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. This is episode 170, and we've decided uh, we are going to do Colin Firth sequels this month. <laughs> it just was out of the blue because we did, uh, what was the movie we did last Mama week? Mia 2. Mama Mia 2, and Colin Firth is in our, uh, this movie, which is Bridget Jones' of The Edge of Reason. So we are entitling this month... Go ahead, Jeremy. Firthuary. Firthuary, as coined by one Mr. Jeremy. Uh, Bridget Jones' The Edge of Reason is the sequel to Bridget Jones, Bridget Jones' Diary, the Bridget Jones Triloquy. Trilogy? Trilogy, Triloquy. 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 Where thing? three people are talking. I guess. That's when three people are talking at once. Uh, yes, but it is the sequel to Bridget Jones' The Diary. This is from 2004, um, and it does star um, Colin Firth, like, yeah. we, like we said. Uh, Renee Zellweger Renee returns Zellweger, as Bridget uh, Jones. Jewel. Um, Jewel's in it, uh, right? Isn't that? Yes, it's Jewel. Is that Jewel? Yeah. Oh, that's not Jewel. That's Renee Zellweger. I didn't recognize her. And then there's uh, Hugh Grant Yeah. and uh, Ting Ting Who. Ting Ting Who is in this, Jeremy? Ting Ting Who? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. She was the Thai prostitute. Oh. Oh, Ting Ting Who. <laughs> I know Ting Ting Who's work from anywhere. And, of course, starring Bridget Jones as Joey Lauren Adams. No, it's not <laughs> her. From, yes. Yes. From uh, that uh, Kevin Smith movie, Chasing Amy. Yes. Right? There's, there's a story that she says that... Uh, that uh what's his face harvey Mer- wine yeah harvey weinstein gross yeah um that i have to tell the story it has harvey weinstein in it but that she that he did not recognize her and thought that she was renee zaywiger yeah and he was like you need to call me you didn't say you call me and then she's yeah. like oh no it was was hitting on her like it was hitting creep. on her like yeah like and she was, was like oh my god he must be trying to hit on renee zaywiger yeah. doesn't she know she's chasing lesbian chasing uh amy lesbian but of course i don't know that's what I thought. Uh, this movie also stars Jim Broadbent, if anything, yeah, uh, as Bridget Jones's dad from the first movie. A lot of people from the first movie are in this movie. Actually, there was uh, of there the, was a replacement though. Yeah, but... of the characters they brought from the first one, there was only one person who didn't reprise their role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was uh, Mark Darcy's what mom. The Mark Darcy's mom. Yeah, uh, who was played by Shirley Dixon in this one. Mm. Who was she played by in the first one? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. though. What? You know, though, don't you? No. Ooh. I don't. Um, I'll look that up for you. But okay. uh, in the meantime, do we have a plot synopsis? See what I did there? I wasted time so I could look it up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so why don't you talk so slow so I can look it up? Go ahead. Uh, though, though Bridget Jones is happily ensconced in the arms of the lovely Mark Darcy, her petty jealousies are starting to get the best of her and their relationship. Chief amongst these is her suspicions about Mark's long-legged intern, who on top of being gorgeous has a knack for doing everything right. To make matters worse, Bridget's old fling and former boss, Daniel Cleaver, arrives on the scene. Oh, uh, Sherman May was... Oh, okay. uh, You might know her as the neighbor in Keeping Up Appearances. Oh, I don't, but yeah, okay. You don't? No. She was the neighbor that she like like Hyacinth would always make uh, nervous, and she would break her teacups. Oh, yeah. Well, if I ever watch, if I ever watch Keeping Up Appearances, I'll I'll. You didn't watch Keeping Up Appearances? No, I've never seen it. Seriously? No. Why? I don't know. Mm, that's a good one. Was was she Mrs. Slocum? That's <laughs> no, Mrs. not Keeping Slocum. Up Appearances. <laughs> was she not. Mr. Bean? I know Mr. I don't Bean. know. Mr. Bean had one person in the cast. Mr. Bean. The end. The end. That's all they had to pay was Mr. Bean. Stop it. And they paid him by dialogue. That's what made it so successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, and honestly, I'm going to say. She's a famous British actress. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Now, despite not knowing. like, So I, I read up a little bit on this because I really have not watched the Bridget Jones movies. They never like appealed to me me either and and we're gay yeah you know so who knew um yeah but you know i think there was a couple things i found out about the series that i thought was interesting um um oh we must be reading uh, different blogs 
Why? I'm not a fan of these movies. <laughs> no, no, but I there was things I found interesting about them. Mm-hmm. Um, like I didn't know until we were watching this one, and I realized that her uh, boyfriend's last name was Darcy, and I went, "Huh?" Just like you didn't Jane, know that though. Just like Jane Austen. No, and so I. Oh, looked, I, I thought everyone knew that. No, that so was I looked I it up, and they were like, "Yeah, it's a modern retelling of mm-hmm. Jane Eyre or whatever." And I was like, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had no clue. Would you still have watched it if you knew that? I would have. I would have watched it if I had known that. So you would have watched I mean, it yeah, more. Yeah, because I like. Honestly, I'm. I'm a big fan of like. Modern retellings. To and, me, that. And how people. I'm not appealed by that. But see, I like. I like Shakespeare stuff like that too. That's different. No, but even even with this, I would accept that mm. because it's. I like the uh, and sometimes the the interesting is, thing is sometimes Next modern thing you're is telling me that you like ten things I hate about you. I love ten things I hate about me you. Me too. I love that movie. <laughs> sometimes uh, in modern retellings of stuff, it doesn't really flow exactly. Like oh brother, where art thou? Mm-hmm. Does not. It's like it's supposed because to be it's easy. loosely based on the Odyssey. Yes, it's loosely based on the Odyssey, but it's got that retelling aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matches like as much as mm-hmm. people made it out to, but I also think it's interesting because I'm like, well, how do people interpret this and where they interpret like, Oh, Hey, you know, the Lotus eaters are, you know, these like people who are going down to the river to be baptized and like these kind of like evangelicals and things. Um, and in this one, like seeing those characters about like who they are, you know, this is the man about town. He's the, <clears throat> You know, uh, Cleaver is like the, you know, he's kind of the more uh, fancy, you mm-hmm. know, out there kind of guy who is the ladies' man. Cleaver alone. Yeah. And then you get Mr. Darcy, who is more of the, like, reserved, right. you know, Shire one. In the book, I think Cleaver wasn't really in it that much. But because of the popularity of the character in the first yes. movie and, of course, the charismatic aspect of Hugh Grant, they yes. wanted more in there. So, obviously, the whole Thailand it is yeah. a lot more than what it should be. Yes. Or what it's pertained to the movie yes. or the book as far as wise. Yeah. Because it's, it's Hugh Grant, by the way, Hugh Grant and Colin Firth are one year or one day apart in age wise. One day or one year? I think one day. I thought. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'll double check that. Why don't you um, give us a plot synopsis while I do that? I did. Yeah, but give me a plot synopsis of uh, the other movie you were talking about. Which one? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Broke yeah. Down Palace? Yeah. No, no, no. We were talking about that off, <laughs> off the mic. Off mic, we were talking about that. <laughs> ten Things I Hate About You. Go. Oh, Ten Things. Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> that, that did not give me enough time. Go ahead. What were you talking about? Taming the Shrew with teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. No, but the um, I, I like seeing the adaptations and kind of the like interpretation of it. Honestly, that makes me like this movie more so. Um, Less so for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I I like that though. I like. They're both sixty-one. Hugh Grant was born on September 9th, and Colin Firth uh, was uh, born uh, two days later or one day later. Yeah. Wow, he's younger than Hugh Grant. He's, he's younger. No, he's older than Hugh Grant. Two days later, Colin Firth was born. So he means he's younger. Than no, that means he's younger than he. That means he's older than he. <laughs> How would he be older if he was born two days he later? Because he looks older. He always looks <laughs> older. But um, because Hugh Grant doesn't age. Um, <laughs> because he's yeah. Oh no, one day, September tenth, September 9th is when. So yeah, he's younger. Yeah, by a day, by twelve seconds. Yeah. So are they twins? Yes, they're twins. <laughs> I didn't realize, so, like, part of the, part of the, I was reading about, like, the, the cultural impact of, like, the Bridget Jones stories, because, again, it never really appealed to me, but I was looking at, like, how much uh, of, like, a pop culture icon, supposedly, that Bridget Jones was. Back like, in the day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess, maybe. Yeah. And so, <laughs> like... In the terms of like maybe Alan McBeal, yeah, or kind of like, like Sex in the City, Sex in the City, Sex in the City, yeah, and, um, yeah. It just like they had these aspects. It was very pop culture, and like when it first came out, they said it almost had like a a cult following, 
the book? Yeah, well, the movie too. Oh, the they movie. Said, oh, okay. had like more of a cult uh, following to it that it was not like the immediately the huge success or like didn't have this, but people were like, oh my god, it's the books. They're doing the books, you know, and so mm-hmm. that's where all of that sprang from. And I can see it. I mean, I can. It still isn't a. It's not my thing, but like I can see why it does, though. I mean, there is like a an element of like. An everyman coming yeah. of age kind of. I mean, of. okay, so the original came out in 2001, which we're still kind of riding on the edge of, like, these guys is um, catapulting into their own stardom. Yeah. So it's not quite, like, they're not really part of the the Hollywood machine yet. Hugh Grant probably had the most, but then he had that scandal with his uh, Divine Brown. But, yeah. like... Yeah. After that, you know what I mean? Yeah. He kind of had to rebuild, and then he had, like, maybe about a boy. But then, so he had a little bit of resurgence, but Renee Zellweger, Colin Firth were kind of coming into their own, right? Well, she had just started. Then in 2004, obviously, the things are a lot different. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see it being kind of culty. Yeah, but she had had, um, like, she'd been in jerry Maguire in 96 empire records before that like she had started to come right but that's what i mean she starts she starts to build more of a presence yes she's not quite the academy winner from cold mountain right she is yes well and in 2000 she started dating jim carrey because they were in me myself and irene together why did so jim carrey just dates his co-stars yes because didn't you do that with lauren holly lauren holly yeah (sighs) whatever they were, well, and I was reading too, like how people were pissed that Renee Zellweger was going to be Bridget Jones. Yes, because she's not because British. She, yeah. But she, honestly, her accent is not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty, it's not great, but it's, <laughs> but it's not like I've heard some real bad ones. No, I've heard some real, I've done really bad ones. Yeah. On this podcast. So yeah, no, I don't blame her. Yeah. But it's not my favorite by any means. Could they have gotten maybe a British yeah. person? Probably. But I don't think that like at that time, I'm thinking that she at least was a name that yes. they could sell some tickets mm-hmm. to this movie, right? Yeah. You know, and then but it, it's easier to get, again, and this is stupid to say, British male actors uh, back in the two, early 2000s. Yeah. Maybe say british female actresses to do comedies that are like where they're lucille ball where they're falling on their face a lot where they're yeah you know not as pretty as they're supposed to be you know what i mean mostly these these women want to do merchant ivory movies and not like bridget jones's you know i think there's some i think i think now there is you know what i mean but i don't think think there was plenty who did oh yeah i think they were just name five Go. <laughs> Name five. Yep, five. I, I upped it. You didn't, you didn't give me one right away. I'm not doing that. No, okay, give me two. I'm not doing that. Because you can't think of two. Whatever. Go ahead. Two. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Okay. Obviously, Maggie Smith. <laughs> yes. She Bridget made a Jones. great Bridget Jones. I'm 32. <laughs> and Judy Dench. I'm also. I'm also 32. I'm right. I'm Judy Dench. <laughs> Or oh, Judy Dench. <laughs> our, our team sport. <laughs> the, uh... Mr. Darcy. <laughs> no, but I think that I think there are people to do it, but like I think they but to get I think they were also picking somebody who theaters. had I think they're picking somebody who had appeal to also US audiences. Like right, I that's think what they I'm were saying. trying yeah. to hit both of them at the same let's, time. Let's get bots yeah. in movie fees. Yeah. Um which I still think they probably could have, like her accent. Honestly, I think it's passable, but it is not great. Like, no. like I think it would have sounded more normal through. But she doesn't like it. Doesn't drop during it. Think about it though. Like nowadays, do a Bridget Jones with like say Emily Blunt. No, you don't see it. No. Um, Too sophisticated for you. Uh, no, it's not that. Because I think she's got the comedy because chops to, because to, of her husband. Well, I think she has comedy chops, but I also <laughs> no, don't I think, think she that she would have put own. 25 pounds on for the role. Yeah, that's true. Like, Renee Zellweger put on weight specifically for this role. Yeah. You know? 
And I mean, like, in the day, maybe an Olivia Coleman, but... Mm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think... You you get, like, a movie like this, but you don't get, like, a show like Fleabag without this movie. Right. Do you know I what agree. I mean? Where she's talking to the camera. Yeah. And she's having this existential crisis where she's having moments where she's making a fool of herself. That just made me think of that when you said... Olivia Coleman, that's all. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that... I think they're putting people who could do it. But you also have to have somebody who's willing to... Like, hey, I'm going to put on a few pounds to do Mm -hmm. this role. Or or you have to look right, too. If they would have had her as, like, some skinny, like... You know, ultra, like... She's supposed to be plain. She's supposed to kind of be that every person. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing with like, we can empathize because we see ourselves as this normal person. But it's the same thing with like how they have uh, what is it like in the Twilight books? They don't really describe the main gal that mm-hmm. well because they want people to insert themselves in that. Like mm-hmm. you, you want your person to or your reader to associate themselves with Bridget. No, and I get that, and I get like there's a reason why maybe these movies are more popular than I'm letting them be because the aspect of being that kind of that everyday woman or having seeing themselves up on screen as far as someone who's not like skinny or someone who's like drop dead gorgeous in the middle of a magazine, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of stereotype. I get that. But I just feel like, especially when you're dealing with a comedy where it's like you're putting you're putting your character in situations over and over again where they're making a fool of themselves, it almost becomes kind of old after a while. And this movie kind of has moments where it doesn't hit for me to where it almost becomes too farcical. Yeah. And um and I just roll my eyes. Yes. And I continue to roll my eyes. And then in the middle of the movie there's a broke down palace. <laughs> that, yeah, that was very a like, very abrupt. What's going on? Bit. And um, and I'm like, what the hell? Okay, so like, Do you know what I mean? Yes, I will say that a lot of like the the comedy bits you can kind of see coming from a mile away. I think you see the script coming from a mile away. Yeah, this is another Richard Curtis. I know it's hard to believe. It's a movie with Hugh Grant and Colin Firth, and Richard Curtis what? wrote it. What? 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 It's like they all live on Notting Hill together. <laughs> no, I think I think you can see it coming from a mile away, but there's also moments of heart in it, um, and I I do think like Renee Zellweger isn't terrible at physical comedy by any means. Like she does some like I kept laughing at the bit with the skis where she was like fumbling around with them trying to get up on the snow and then her having awkwardness like on the the hill and everything like that. And yeah, it was a little goofy that the the whole scene where she's downhill skiing then like it almost, is, it almost went on too long for me. Yeah. Well, it's it's yeah, it did. But it was I still appreciated some of the humor of it. Didn't say I didn't. And yeah. then when she I wasn't yeah. insinuating you didn't. And I wasn't <laughs> insinuating that when, you were insinuating that I was insinuating. When she finally like her skis, she she comes to a stop in the drugstore where she has to get, like, a pregnancy test. Um, I don't know why it's so goofy that it made me laugh. That I just thought it was, it was stupid humor, and it was, I enjoyed that. I don't even think it was stupid humor. See, I'm just the opposite. Like, you enjoyed this movie way more than I did. I just, I felt that a lot of this was pointless. A lot of it was predictable. A lot of it was pointless. And it just, it kind of was grating to me. It just got on my nerves a lot. There's a moment where you're like, pause it for a second. I have to go do something. And we were only 20 minutes into the movie. And I swear, yeah, we were halfway felt, into this movie. It felt like an hour. And I'm like, why are we only 20 minutes into this movie? And then I realized it's because I've seen this type of movie over and over again. Oh, no, I agree. And about that time should have been the middle of the movie. And when it wasn't, I was kind of like, well, here we go again. Now I got to wait for all this shit to just happen and happen. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that just aggravated me so much. I don't know why it did. It aggravated me seeing the plot device of, go, Bridget, go, like on the sign. Yeah. 
as she's driving or Bridget and Darcy love each other. Hate that. You don't hate moments like that in movies. Yeah. That's a sitcom thing to me. That is not a movie thing. The whole jellyfish thing. Yeah. Oh, she's she's putting me down. That is. I hated that. Hated yeah. that with a passion. Thought that was a, that was a sitcom thing and had nothing to do with this movie. Okay, so here's oh, part of my problem is. Drove me nuts. That was something that bothers me, though. Like, it either needs to be, it needs to be either one way or the other. Like, you either need to have her. I didn't feel like it wanted to choose. Either you needed to have her to continue to imagine these Mm -hmm. silly things happening. I could get behind that. If the whole thing had that sprinkled throughout, Mm -hmm. I could get behind Mm -hmm. that. If it didn't do any of them, I could. Mm -hmm. But then when you just have, like, oh, she's going to have always these, like, graphics that come up or do these things as she's imagining or talking through things. If it was consistent, then let me or, see more of that. Then, let, let's, then, yeah, I could do that. You know? But when you just do it like a couple then times, the running gag then running should be someone else is doing that later on the movie, and it then we have yeah. another pop of the jellyfish. Yeah, aha, boom, we got that joke. When back. you do it, but then you abandon we come back it. to the joke. Yeah, when you do it and then you abandon mm-hmm. it, that how that happens, it seems very like it makes the one joke then out of place yeah that's that's what drove me nuts yeah was i was just like oh yeah and i get like the whole idea it, it's kind of her diary right yeah these are her diary but it, it's also like just aggravating for me sometimes to hear like narrative dialogue instead of like you know what i mean yes Unless it it's worked correctly, there was a moment where she's skiing and she's and and uh, what's her name, the character that she thinks uh, Darcy's cheating on with, says, "Oh, I've been coming here eleven years," and she she's like, "Um, well, oh, right? Oh, since you were four. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, since you've been four or something like that. Yeah, which was funny because it's like, oh, she thinks that she's just younger, prettier, yeah. and and she can't compare to her." And so Darcy's going to go off with her. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, that's funny. I got the joke. You know what I mean? And boom, hit hit pretty quick. And then we moved on because it was dialogue heavy. Yes. It wasn't necessarily a visual jellyfish. You know what I mean? I don't know why that. Yeah, those were were really awkward to me. And also it was like, it was showing, it was showcasing women putting another woman down. Yeah, and I know I realize that that's reality sometimes that women can be like that. But why do we have to use that as a device that is so hurtful and used in a way that that is kind of destructive? Yeah. Like, to me, I'm like, no. Oh, but that's just me. Anyway, sorry. I don't well, mean. And also, the lady was that. like, the lady was like, um, you know, oh, I just saw him take this attractive woman. Yeah. In. It's like you know, and well, and so she says that. And her friends are like, oh, yeah, go get him. He's probably cheating. That's what I mean. I'm like, first of all, your friends are terrible. But if you like your friends should be go, look, he's probably not cheating on you. He loves you. This this relationship is going very well for you. This is the most happy I've seen you. If yeah. they're if your friends love her as much as they should. Yeah. They should go. That lady is screwed up. She's overacting. You're fine. But I realize this is a movie and it's a plot device. To get her to be ridiculous, but I'm just like, why do we have to see that all the time? And why does it always have to be the woman that does it? Yeah, yeah, and not the man. I don't know why, but whatever. It yeah. just, just aggravates me. I don't know why it does. Yeah, but it's the same thing I've seen over and over again. And this was not anything different. This was yeah. not challenging me in, in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I tell you what it reminded me of? A little bit um, to all the boys I've loved before. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like you know, in that movie, yeah, it's not, that's not nothing new, right? But, but there are aspects of technology, right, based in generation. Yeah, yeah. But the whole point is, they are high school children, and <laughs> these are adults. They're, they're adults, and I see them acting in really the same ways mm-hmm. in the stories, and so it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I um. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, this, the story really wasn't for me. It doesn't speak to me so much. I thought there were, 
nuggets of things that I, I mean, there were things I laughed at. I've had movies where I did not laugh whatsoever. That's true. There was, you, you heard me laughing. Yeah. I'm not saying did. I did not laugh during this movie. Right. Like, I'm just aggravated that the plot seems so predictable. And yes. so like, so but it felt like a cash in. This is me. also the, the lowest rated of all yeah. three, like in popularity amongst the fans. I could kind of see that. And, and it makes sense. This really feels like they're rehashing or like mm. they're, they took a story and went, okay, what do we do next? And then but had to artificially create. There is, there's enough in here that I was entertained. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I just feel like this is also a movie that can be in the background. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I could, I could do without or could do with. Yes. It's not something that's so essential to where probably the first one is more essential. Yeah. You know, in that gravity of the cult aspect of it that you're yeah. talking about. Probably. Yeah. But this movie, no. There was um But I laughed. And yeah. I laughed at like and there's scenes that you were talking about, like with with not necessarily when she's in getting the, the pregnancy test, but when she's on the mountain and she's skiing. But then she goes into, and she's in a contest, a downhill skiing contest. Yeah. Like, and I, I turned to you and said, $2. <laughs> like, she turned into, like, it turned into Better Off Dead. Yeah. And like, I'm like, why? No, why did you have to do that? Yeah, that was Why did you have to go much. into, like, the the downhill skiing yeah. event that's probably being televised on national television? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, why yeah. will the sports get off of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It and was, why? Why is that not blocked off? Yeah, the, like if you're at like a ski resort. I mean, it is, but it isn't. But that should be like there should be yeah, right. You know, yeah. something that that says blocked off that she couldn't get there. Um, perfect. Yeah, there was there was some stuff like I'll tell you like little things I enjoyed were like um, after she breaks up with Mark. She creates these, like, artificial reasons why she shouldn't be with him. Are they? Yeah. I think they're pretty good, to tell you the truth. Where she's saying he doesn't back her up and doesn't whatever. And I didn't think that was necessarily true. Mm. I think he just has to, like, also speak up. And I, I think it was just not a... He wasn't backing her up. He just was also not... Yeah, he was just being reserved. I'm going to tell you, like, if if I choose, who do I choose between these two characters for her to end up with? None of them. Yeah. I don't want her to end up with Darcy, and I don't want her to end up with, with uh, Hugh Grant either. Yeah. I think Hugh Grant's an asshole in this movie, and uh, and that's just Hugh Grant. Yeah. Like, he's doing his best Hugh Grant, like, in, in, in this movie. You know, he's playing yeah. a part. But I think the the character of of Darcy is something of a fantasy that she has, yeah. That she thinks is something that she has to achieve, and not necessarily something that is good for her. I think that she is like the whole like, do you want kids? That should be like a red flag to me, man. He he wants kids, but he wants to send them off to school. Now, granted, I know that's something that they can talk about later on, but he seemed pretty firm about that. He also seemed pretty firm about other stuff as well. I know, like he he that she should have been sitting next to him during that dinner. I'm just saying. Yeah, that was. I was like, I didn't quite get why. They you were. know what I mean? And he should have been like, "This is my beautiful girlfriend." Yeah, introducing her everywhere to everyone she should have not been you know left aside yeah that's just me though yeah and it, it i it, i will admit like it bothered Plot me device. that like but look like again what he said was right with like the point of these things is for you to mingle and meet these other people okay gotcha yeah but at the same time did you explain that to her up front or were you just assuming she would know that mm -hmm. and really if she's not familiar with that world Okay, maybe that's an opportunity not to just leave her hanging, you know? Right. Like, also, give her the opportunity to say no. If she's not familiar with that world, yeah. she doesn't need to go to, to that, that thing. Right. And you can sit down and explain to her that these are things that I enjoy. These well, are not necessarily things at it? that you have to enjoy. Yeah, the whole yeah, proposal thing, whatever. But that you have to enjoy in yeah. order to love me. I know. You know what I mean? There are certain things that you don't have to enjoy in order to love me. I wish you would, but you don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And look. You don't like corn nuts. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I'm okay with corn nuts. No, when I eat them. 
You say they're too loud. And you're like, where are these corn nuts from? Ace Hardware? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I part of me is... I'm really hard on this movie. But yeah. It's... Part of me would have liked to see Bridget be like, you know what? I'm going to work on myself. And I'm not, I don't need to be with Aiden or Mr. Big. Um, <laughs> wow. Just, I'm just gonna. Wow. Have you been watching Sex in the City? No, I just know those two characters. Wow. I had a. Wow. Is it because we were watching Northern Exposure? And you know no. that that's No, Aiden? no, no. Okay. I had um, the, you remember Natalie who was with us during Grease 2? No, yeah. No. Yeah, she was a huge Sex in the of City Of course fan. Natalie And we is. were, we used to be. Uh, we used to be roommates. No. Yes. And she loved that show. And so like I caught bits and pieces of it as time went on. Mm. So I know those two characters. Oh, okay. Uh, Just to be the next to be with you. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Um, but yeah. And so, but it has that. You're right. It has that yeah. quality of like, you have this guy and this guy. Yeah, same thing. And and you're you're yes. a big city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And really, maybe she should have been like, you know what? I just need to figure my shit out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But also, like, I will say with this movie, there are some weird like. I get like the whole thing with them going to Thailand. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be her going to Thailand and then saying, um, turning down Cleaver, mm-hmm. being like, you're a sleazeball, mm-hmm. and then doing the show well and basically outshining him. That's kind of what I thought that mm-hmm. was going to go. Yeah. But it didn't. But boy, did it not. But did it not. It but boy, did turn in into... the world of Claire Danes, did it not go that way. <laughs> it turned into Broke Down I Palace. I didn't do it! Yeah. It turned into Broke Down Palace. That was <laughs> weird. It was kind of weird. Well, and it was like Chazers. So Chazers meets a guy on the but plane. But you knew it was kind of going that way when they were like, put this in your bag or whatever it was. Like, this, is, I don't want this thing. You're like, oh, well, she's going to get in trouble yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, Chazers was mm. uh, so basically she'd been shacking up with a guy she met mm. on the plane. Yeah. He gave her this like statue yeah. to. Uh, when she works out, is her. that Chazer size? Yes. Okay, just yeah. checking. That's that's the one, Chazer size. <laughs> uh, so she's supposed to take it back with her. There's no room in her suitcase, so Bridget takes it. And when she does, uh, a dog like hits on her bag, and they realize, oh, there's drugs in it. Yeah. And she's like, what? What's going on? There's a mistake here. Come to find out, it's inside that statue. Chazer's is like, oh god, I gotta hold the plane. And so Chazers is trying to do whatever she can to help. Uh, Hugh Hugh Grant's character just looks at her and is like, mm, okay, she's getting taken away. Typical Bridget. Yeah. And so uh, she goes into jail and they're like, oh, you're going to be here. It could be, you know, up to 30 years. It could be this. And this. Actually, uh, in Thailand, mm. uh, I believe that, that drug life? arrests... Dr- drug trafficking yeah. is supposed... I think they punish it harder than they do murder. Because if I remember, like, from... Well, I can't remember how it, they said it, but it was, like, the legislation around it was that when you, there's murder, you've killed one person, but, mm-hmm. like, drug trafficking, you could potentially you could kill, potentially like, hundreds. Kill and so, like, yeah. that's why they punish that so much harder mm-hmm. than... And with this script, you could kill a lot more people. Correct. There you go. Mm -hmm. But they make it look like so fun when they're in jail and everybody's... Right. That's another... Yeah. I mean, Broke Down Palace, the musical, I guess, or the comedy. No, no. If you're going to sing Madonna, you better sing it correctly. And I get like that they a like, I get that they're like, well, we need to make this at least a little bit more lighthearted. I get what they were like. Oh, boy. How do we portray this in like a... Or don't sitcom it up and be yeah. all like she's being she's being pals with her your fellow inmates. Yeah, I've seen that multiple times, even on the Golden Girls. And while it's while it's ridiculous, I was willing to accept it until I'll tell you where I had problems with it. Is they're sitting around when she comes back with her suitcase and she's like, "Here you go, here's a bra." Was that when you had a problem with it? No, no. Okay. no. Um, where I did have a problem was. 
Well, first off, I mean, it, it seemed like all of these Asian women were just kind of like just circling themselves around her. Like yeah. she was like the most like vultures. popular. Yeah. There, no, like like she was the most popular person there. And they were like, like oh, she's, you know. Yeah. Um, but so she goes and sees uh, Darcy, who basically says, oh, these people freed you. Is this the guy? Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to get you out of here within a week. You know, did you sleep with so-and-so? Or, like, were you in his room? And mm-hmm. she's like, well, yes, but... And he's like, I don't care. I don't want to hear your story. Oh, and no, he, he moved on. Yeah, and so she's sad because she was like, whatever. And she says to them, I broke up with him. Cause, uh, and they were like, oh, I get it. So he was bad to you? And she's like, oh, yeah. And then they start going, oh, yes, mine put me on the street and made me do prostitution. And the other one's like, oh, yeah. He made me work 24 hours a day and then shot me up with heroin while he didn't work and blah, 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 blah to make me mm-hmm. subservient. She's like, okay, well, he didn't do those things, but blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I hate those kind of things because it, to me, it's the same as saying, uh, well, you should be happy with this. Right. Like just because, because someone was. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Just because, just because he didn't like. Was a dick physically you. hurt you or get you addicted to drugs? Or That's what I mean. Horrible things doesn't mean that he's right for you. That's what I keep saying though, it. Bob. This movie is that, like I don't think he's right for her, and I don't think it's necessarily that like she needs to like you know go down to a different level. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying that this guy is so stuck upon himself. Yeah, that he cannot see that he's got a wonderful woman. Yeah, in his life and a wonderful independent well-rounded woman who has flaws yeah. and is kind of self-conscious about them. And so you need to be a man and be all like, you know what? You're perfect the way you are, yeah. but you can't even do that to himself. Yes. And so I'm like, you know what? He's not worth it. Yeah. If they would have had a conversation about that, I'd have been like, okay, Correct. yeah. But yeah, the the whole fact that they're like, um, and I'm sorry to be overanalyzing Bridget Jones, the edge of reason. Right, right, right. But it's problematic, especially yeah, the way that, like... I, I don't like the fact that it... Hollywood portrays this. In yeah. Way. I don't like the fact that it was like a, well, he doesn't beat you, should, so you should be fine. Like, you yeah. know, like, that's the... There's more to a relationship than mm-hmm. that. I mean, she literally needs no excuse to decide she wants no. to be on her own and whatever else. And it may not even be about him. It may be about herself. No, like, I she don't think the excuse she needs to, to be he folds his underwear. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But if that is a catalyst that helps you see maybe the red flags that maybe won't make you happy down the road. Yeah. So be it. That's the way it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give a shit, you know, but just because he's not hitting you or, you know, making yes. you do drugs does not mean that he's not right. Like, oh, that means he's right for me. Yeah. I could just settle. Settle for me. Yeah. Oh, like screw off. Yeah. And so that's, where I, that's that. where I have problems with this movie. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. Is that it makes it seem like she's got to have him. Mm-hmm. And she should be lucky to have yeah. whatever. Yeah, you um, should be lucky that you have this this lawyer boyfriend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at what he did for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. He went over here and found the guy that put... No, the drugs in and no, did this. I thought like the whole story about like him, you know, moving heaven and earth to go save her. Like I was like, I thought Don't it was tell her that when you are in the Thai prison, why is it got to come from your crappy ass friends yeah. that told you to get rid of the guy to begin with? Yes, it should be him that told you told you that, and it well, should be right there in that prison. Well, even if he didn't tell her that, like then don't be so cold and like distant mm-hmm. about it. Like that just seems emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, eh, okay. Like it's just like it seems like this thing just tilts back and forth <laughs> to between like correct. I mean, it who, wants to. Who is you being need a like with it? you need conflict to move the plot along. But I'm like, why can't you just have the plot be like? They're having a hard time, you know, getting pregnant or they're having a hard time. Like, they are yeah. already are married. Yeah. Right? Like, I just don't understand why it's got to be. Well, because like, it's only like four weeks after the other one, I think. So. Well, I know, but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's four weeks after that one. But why can't it? You know, I'm just changing the story altogether. Yeah. You know, why can't the story be something else? Yes. You know, it's got to be all like as much as I'm saying 
Bridget Jones is kind of like this self-reliant person. She is self-conscious, which is fine because like people are, yeah. and you need to, you need to build that and, and, and better yourself with, with aspects of that in your life. Yeah. But if that's the case, then let me see that. Let me see her grow with that. She doesn't need a man to do that. She can do that on her own or she can do that through a man. Yeah. Either way, she doesn't just need the man to do it. Yes. And this this movie is saying you need the man in order to do that. Yeah. Because look, your parents have been married twice now. Yeah. And look at you. You yeah. haven't you haven't even been married once. And you've only had really one big boyfriend. Yeah. And he's a lawyer. Can I You should be I, lucky. Can I talk about how um that that she always ends up like ruining his meetings. Well, yes, <laughs> that's you know. Yeah. But um, the weirdness with Rebecca. Oh yeah, please let's talk about that. Yeah, like I didn't quite know how to feel about that. Um, so for those of you who haven't seen it, the spoilers. Yeah. Uh, to a 2004 movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark has a assistant or other like junior lawyer or something like that named Rebecca. Who uh, people are like, oh, I saw her going into his place and she's got mm. legs up to there. And like she's she's thin, she's attractive, she's smart. She's like all these things that Bridget is saying that he should want and that she isn't. Uh, and so she gets very like jealous of this gal. Um, so it's like she's spying on them. She sees. Oh, she's in Bloodline. Oh, that's the girl from Bloodline. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Oops. So she sees Rebecca in That's there. Rebecca was the bloodline. Sorry. And she, uh, like, she falls into the bushes and she has some dirt on there and, like, bits of, like. Oh, she's. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Go ahead. Sorry. Well, who is she? She's from. She's, she was in uh, MTV's The Real World London. She was oh. the blonde model girl. Oh, okay. From there. You know, okay. you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. Jacinda. <laughs> Jacinda Bartlett. Jacinda Bartlett. Yeah. Was her name. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's like she's pretty okay. Well okay. But yeah, she uh, Bridget has like leaves in her hair, and so she looks a mess, and she realizes that he's not alone with this gal. It's like all of the lawyer partners and stuff. Um, the like they go to the ski weekend, and Rebecca has invited herself along, and like it just she keeps showing up. Uh, she's at the dinner, uh, setting next to Mark. And everything, or at the other table, competing with her and like coming and talking to her and like acting like she's friends. And of course, she's thinking it's like this. I think like yo, know, she's trying to get between us. Um, and in reality, then she revealed Rebecca's like uh, Bridget gets back from being in jail and like goes to talk to Mark uh, at his house and realizes, oh no, he's been. Uh, he's not there, but Rebecca's there. And Rebecca can tells her, I'm not in love with Mark. Like, ever since I've seen you come in and have the, like, the... Yeah. You had bits of shrub in your hair and, like, all this stuff. She's like, I've been, like, madly in love with you. So that's why she kept getting in the way and, like, always doing this because she wanted to be near her. And then they try to reframe all these times she smiled and whatever and been nice as... Uh, her falling for Bridget Jones. And then she kisses her. And Bridget Jones is like, mm -hmm. hey, no, I'm not into that. Like, I'm still with guys. But, like, <laughs> if I ever decide to switch, you'll be the first one I call. That was kind of funny. She she was like, thank you. Yeah. Still into guys. Yeah. Like, I was like, are you sure you're chasing Amy? That you are. <laughs> anyway. Like, if it, um, anybody how do I like all... that? I think they use it as a plot device. I think it was on. I think they used it. I thought it was cheap. I thought it was cheap. Yeah. The way that they did it. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? If he's gonna have, if he's gonna have like, you know, infidelity, like even thoughts, that's an interesting way of like bringing that into play. Yeah. But then talk about it too. But now then... I I read in the book because I read it afterwards. I'm like, was this lesbian character in here? Nope. In the book, she is trying to break them up oh, okay. here i think they were like oh shit we need to resolve that plot point in a way she was in this too but she just wanted bridget and not yeah i don't understand why they went that route i don't understand why they went that route either i think because maybe they didn't maybe they wanted to soften uh 
Colin Firth character a little bit. Maybe. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think that she, this Colin Firth character is right for her. That's just me, though. I think he's too hard. I think he's yeah. He has this grandiose idea of what a woman should be, yeah, and what a woman really is. Well, and he's and very... I think that's through the Rebecca character, yeah. In a way. And we and see that, like... or maybe not. Maybe yeah. because she's a lesbian, we don't give a shit then. But like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. But then, that, was... then that's cheap. Yeah, like you I said. I thought that was. I thought it was just cheap to be like, no, it's been this all along. And I'm like, yeah. It also lets her off the hook. If she really was trying to break right. her off. Right. It lets her off the hook, but, but it really doesn't let her off the hook. But in the, mean, mo- in the movie, they don't say that she's trying to break them up. She just was trying to be near Bridget. True. And I was like, okay. Also, it just makes it seem like... Also, it makes it makes that character pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so it's cheap. Which I feel like a lot of this movie is. But that's yeah. Just me. It, it just felt like it was kind of haphazard with mm-hmm. that stuff like i don't get why they made some of the decisions that they did mm-hmm. so um i i know we've talked about this ad nauseum so do you want to uh talk about our five questions no i want to talk about bridget jones's diary for another hour yes bridget jones's baby is that the fourth is she third pregnant? one fourth, fourth third one what about the fourth one they don't think there is yet you watch everything old is new again. Bridget Jones's retirement home. <laughs> Bridget Jones facelift. <laughs> Say Bridget Jones as you've never seen her before, <laughs> mainly haven't. because she looks different. Um, yes. The uh, I guess what do you think is the best part of this movie? Oh, Renee Walker is the best part of this movie. If yeah. you're going to have someone uh, who is has some comic timing, who yeah. can. She 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 does knock it out of the park. Yeah, she knows how to do it. She knows yeah. how to bring it. Um, but I uh, we forgot about this the fight scene between Colin Firth and uh, Hugh Grant. <laughs> oh, that is good though. Um, and I did appreciate that as well. So yeah. that's probably a close second. Yeah, because it was is... supposed to be choreographed, but they're like, let's just do it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were going to choreograph an actual yeah. fight. But and they, they went, just, no, like, no, let's do just it. do whatever. And so it's... The... And I feel like it wasn't supposed to be in that in that fountain. No, I'm sure they just you know did it. I mean? well, it was, just, it was it. just an awkward, like... You know how, like, in the movies, everything looks like a like a real, like, cool, yeah. well... Like, everybody knows how to fight, like, in major combat. Mm-hmm. And, like, most people in real life, it's just, like, slapping and swinging wildly. Yeah. That's what this was. Yeah. And them running and, like, kicking at each so other. So that's probably my number two, but probably her. What about you? Yeah. Honestly, my favorite part of this movie uh, is the soundtrack. Yes, I, I meant to say the that music, too, by the way. The, the soundtrack's pretty good. Yes, and I think the music is fantastic. Um, and I think it really does a good job of supporting um, what's happening. And there's a lot of times where the music plays and I'm just like, okay, I'll take this scene because like the music that's playing really helps Agreed. me get into like the frame of what I should be feeling mm. or should be experiencing. Like the music definitely helps me with that. Um, and not to say like, like I think Renee Zellweger does a fine job, honestly, like for what it is, I don't think it's the best script and things, but I think the actors who are doing it do fine. I just don't think the script. They have four people writing the script. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Come on. But I think like, the music, the score, the the yeah, even the score was fine. Yeah, it's spot on. Yeah, spot on for me. And I think any 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 chance to get to, some primal scream in there, I'm fine. Yeah, I think it it took it to like the right level to like where I was just like, yes, this song makes me feel this way. I know I should right. be feeling. And this can way I say about this the about the soundtrack? The songs were probably the right choice. Like they could have gone for the generic choices. Instead, they went for popular but not popular choices. yes yeah correct you know what i just mean just fringy enough just just fringy enough but correct exactly in their right yes yeah. i think that was my best but secondly would be the fight scene between Colin <laughs> and Hugh Grant. it is pretty it's pretty awkward and funny and you know they had fun doing that yeah that's why i like it yeah yeah plus it gets we get to see those two on screen together yeah so there you go um do you think this movie stands on its own Oh no, no! What did what did uh, what did Cleaver do? Like I'm like I don't know what he did in the first movie. Yeah, 
You know he's what I mean? He's just a sleaze. And yeah. I'm sure he's a sleaze, but we don't know exactly what he did. Right. You know, and it was enough for her to be like, yeah. no. You know what I mean? Like, this is a bad idea. Um, but enough for her to kind of maybe think about, you know, having a rebound with him. Um, no, I just don't think it holds up on his own. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think if, if these movies are a progression and you do want to join in the life and diaries of Bridget Jones, then they shouldn't, right? A diary yeah. doesn't, you know, you uh, hold up on its own. You need other entries yeah. sometimes. I, th- I think in the first one, he he left her to go write uh, songs with Drew Bear. <laughs> it's not true. No, he wrote a Christmas song and then he like drank himself almost to death. And then he befriended a little kid and they sang kill him is softly at his talent Perfect. show. Yeah. That's about that sounds a boy. right. That's, That's about right. a boy. Sorry. <laughs> he met a bear. He met a talking bear. No, nah, it's Paddington. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what he did. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't think this one stains on its own either. Yeah. Like I'm with you. Like I really don't, they don't recap it even. Yeah. She basically is like, this is my boyfriend. And just kind of gets into it. Which, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. that's fine and all. But like. Um, yeah. But like even. But there's something. The charm of Hugh Grant is so wonderful in everything that he ever does. Yeah. To the point where like he can have sex with a prostitute, you know, back in the early 90s. And we yeah. still love him. And we love him even more now yeah. than we did then. Yeah. That's how charismatic this guy is. I, you know what? Like this And is... I think they like I think this is his least like best like sleaziness. Yeah. But I still think we get that Hugh Grant, right? Yeah. It's still there. I, I think that we don't we didn't for at least for a long time really appreciate him as like a villainous character. Mm-hmm. Uh and to me, like, this is a character where I'm like, Ugh, you are so slimy. Yes. And, but, but we love when he's on screen. I love when yeah. he's like. Oh when yeah, he, when he's on screen, when, yeah. I'm laughing. I, there was a lot of stuff I was laughing with yeah. him about. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but he he does a mm. pretty good job at that. But but no, I don't think it stands on its own. Does this make you want to watch? The oh first yeah, that was movie? the question. Yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, does this make you want to watch the first one? Just, you know what? Yes. I had I did enjoy this movie enough that I could watch the first one. Yeah. I could go and watch it. I'm not going to seek it out. Like I'm not. Like, I'm not yeah. going to go be be all gung ho about it. But if it's on, yeah, nothing else to watch. I'm there. I've got a bowl of popcorn. Yeah, I've got my you know slippers on. Yeah, I've got my tea. I'm watching Bridget Jones. I've got my bright, fluffy pink fuchsia robe. Correct. I'm watching Bridget Jones. Yes. Yeah. No, I. And then me, myself, and Irene. You know what? Like this is honestly, if it was like a rainy Sunday. Maybe afternoon, Nurse Betty. Go ahead. Rainy Sunday afternoon, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sit back yeah. with some soup or whatever In and May? watch this. Yeah, April. Yeah, yeah. Just watch some. I could. Yeah. I could. Not June though. Fuck June. Fuck June. Uh, no, I <laughs> could get behind that. So, um, but yeah, like I, I would be okay watching it. It wouldn't make me like go out of my way. Like just like you no. said, like I'm not gonna go seek this out. But if it was on, I'd be like, you know what? I haven't seen it. I'll watch it. Yeah. So it was enough. It was, and it was an okay movie. Right. I've been dogging on this movie ever since we, because of the predictability of it, right? There is a lot of it that's not, say, up to what it could be. Yeah. So, like, I am dogging on this movie, but that's my experience of this movie. The other people have different experiences, right? But I'm also intrigued about the first one because now, like, understanding more of how it was kind of like, it went from, like, cult classic to uh, mm-hmm. or you know like cult popularity to like mainstream and like the pop culture mm-hmm. uh iconography of it and like yeah. stuff like that like to me now that's something where i'm like oh i'm interested to see why that is mm-hmm. like now that i've read a little bit more about that and actually understanding that this one is usually deemed the weakest of the bunch makes me go huh those right, like if this is the weakest then. of the bunch, I can kind of get around maybe yeah. the other two, but I'm not going to seek it. But yes, I will go and, and be all like, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah. Um, Would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Uh, based on this movie, maybe um, 
maybe a little of not a mini series, but like maybe a short limited series of Bridget Jones's like maybe you know snippets of her diary kind of thing. Yeah. You know, not red shoe diaries by the way. No, no means, but um, some maybe, um, but if we don't, we don't. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that, um, if they want to, I think that the popularity probably is still there for this, um, and I think that you could even prequel it if you wanted to. Yeah. Um. So, I think the the novelty is still there to to maybe bank some money on it. Having said that, I I don't them too yeah but i'm not going to seek it out what about you yeah like i think um because i know that they have the third one Mm -hmm. where she has the baby um honestly like i would say and this one is a trilogy and like if you want to start over or like have other stories after that make it like like you were saying like a limited series thing like a flea bag or a you know, something where it's got, hey, here's right, a, that's what I mean. a series of this. and But yeah, like, and then you can dive into things a little bit more and flesh out the characters and maybe tell it in a more modern way um, mm-hmm. now that we're 20 plus years out. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I would say end this trilogy, but if you're going to do it again, start it as a series. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and some of your experience in two words. Um. What was the two words I had? Um, predictable farce. I mean, it's not, it was predictable. Yeah. This movie, it's not going to challenge you in any way like that, but it is farcical enough to keep you entertained. Yeah. Um, I, I just really wish we could have pushed something a little bit further to either help with the dialogue of, of that, that women aren't, trapped in in these roles mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or something to kind of help catapult that but that's just my opinion yeah but again farcical enough to keep you at least entertained yeah um i think self-care was my two words right because yeah. you well i think that like i think where we miss the mark on this movie is again like you were saying I, th- I think that, like, it's great to have a love story and, like, I don't want to discount and be like, a love story shouldn't exist or anything <laughs> like that. But at the same time, I am like, um, look, if you're going to have this story, like, it's okay for her to say, neither of these choices is right. I need to take care of myself first. I need to work on me and go from there. Um, you know, like, that's fine to do and mm-hmm. i think we miss that mark a little bit i think that we it's i think you get so... like you get like the television show high fidelity where she's just like you know what i'm not gonna choose either one of these men i have to like yeah. decide to, and people hated that but like i was loved it and i was yeah. just like boom she's there she wants to realize that she is growing but she's got to accept that growth and learn from that growth before she can then can accept agreed someone else into her life and if that's the case, maybe we need to start exploring that a little bit more and not cancel that Hulu. Yeah, agreed. But that's just me. Agreed. By the way, Hulu. do you know I'm bitter that they canceled oh, High yeah. Fidelity, the TV series? We talk about it every day. We talk about it all the time. I'm just telling you. You can watch Bridget Jones is the Edge of Reason on HBO Max if yes. you do want to. So go ahead and check that out. I think yep. all three of those movies on HBO Max, so, so yeah. if you want to have yourself a Saturday, go right ahead, pop some popcorn, wear that pink robe, yes, put up your curlers, and enjoy a whole afternoon. Uh, other than that, where can people find us, Jeremy? Uh, people can find us at theducepodcast.podbean.com. Find us at Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, a lot of those podcatchers, uh, not Spotify. Um, then you can also find us on Facebook. Um, and of course on Twitter at deuce podcast, uh, and we'll retweet like a lot of our other podcast mm-hmm. ma- or ne- podcast network mates as well. Uh, so feel free to check us out and check them out while you're there. Correct. Uh, we are part of the, um, always up, network. always up network. <laughs> uh, next week we'll be doing another Colin Firth movie for our Firthuary. Firthuary. It will be the Kingsman, the golden circle. So look forward to that. Other than that, folks, 
be kind to one another, as my friend Julie Chen would say at the end of Big Brother. <laughs> be good to yourself. Julie Chen Moonves. I'm, I'm Julie Chen Moonves. She's my friend, you know. Uh, and also, the sequel is King.